Quick, the neighbors. There they go again. Jeez, it's like clockwork. Every weekend, he grabs his clubs, she grabs a duffel, and they're gone for the night. And when they come back, they look so relaxed and happy. Where do you think they go? Well, they're not rich, so it must be affordable. Maybe some kind of marriage retreat? Oh, right, with golf clubs? And she looks so refreshed. We could use some of whatever it is. Go ask them when they get back. Well, they're back, and you won't believe it. Surprise me. They've been going to Casablanca Resort in Mesquite on that $99 room and golf getaway. Sometimes they go for the $99 room and spa getaway. They love it. Hey, we could afford 99 bucks, and it's only a little more than an hour's drive. Let's treat ourselves. Book your $99 room and golf or spa getaway today at mesquitegaming.com or call 877-GETAWAY. Casablanca Resort in Mesquite, just like Vegas used to be. Must be 21 years or older. And welcome to Coach's Corner on Drive 96.9-94.9. I'm your host, Coach Jim Bola. And UNLV playing technically their first full game at Allegiant Stadium with fans. 20,970 fans uh, were in attendance. Two overtimes. UNLV had the ball second in the second overtime. Scored a touchdown. Ran a really nice route for the two-point conversion, but got stopped right before the goal line by the Eastern Washington defenders. Um, so the Rebels fall to Eastern Washington. 35-33 in two overtimes. So one of the things Aurora, Coach Aurora said was, we don't believe in moral victories. Um so it's going to be really interesting to see how they try to re- regroup for Arizona State next week at Arizona State. So here is the post-game comments by Coach Arrero and Charles Williams, who had a really good game. Um, he had, like, I think, he had like 174 yards rushing and a couple touchdowns. Um, one of the things that was really that really stood out as a fault for the Rebels. Their secondary let the receivers get behind them. And, and a couple times on some touchdowns, the receivers were wide open. Secondary wasn't even close to them. So something that, that they're going to need to work on. So here's Coach Marcus Aurora talking about the, the game at Allegiant Stadium against Eastern Washington, 35-33, double overtime loss. Yeah, um, disappointed, obviously, this one, that, that hurts. That's, that's a good football team. Um, we've invested a lot in this offseason to come out here, and uh, we're, not into, we're not into moral victories. These guys know that. I'm, I'm, we're too competitive and work too hard. Um, but these guys are, are busting the tails. We saw some, some real improvement in a lot of areas. Um, 
oh, you got to play good football. you got to be able to uh, not turn the football over. you got to know critical situations to be a good football team. And uh, we've got to make sure we go back and assess the film and, uh, and be critical ourselves and, uh, and get better. And I know these guys will. Well, we felt like we were going to go back into it and give, and give Justin another series, and that first series came out. There wasn't a fair assessment there uh, with the communication and stuff that was going on, so uh, we were ready to make that move. And when we did, we were good. Once Bronco came into the game, what did you see kind of change offensively for you guys? Well, we just did a better job clicking. You know, we put the ball down the field a little bit. Um, you know, was able to play action a little bit, and get the ball down the field, and. Uh, and, and move the ball, and that's what you hope for a little spark. You know? Obviously, you guys lost. Do you think you did enough to lock down the job moving forward after what you saw from them? Or say that one more time. I, obviously, you guys get a loss here, but do you think Brownfield did enough to earn the starting job moving forward? Yeah, I thought Doug came in and, and did something that's hard. It's hard to come off the bench. Um, been there, done that, and, and, and coaching a little bit. It's really hard to come off the bench and do that and to get a spark. So we did a real nice job. I'm excited to get him moving forward, and uh, I'm sure the film will reflect that and make a decision going into next week. What do you think of the resilience in the fourth quarter, even when the odds weren't good that you were to come back and make it a game, uh, your team kept fighting and, and made it and put yourself in position to win? You know, that resiliency is something I, that I think that these guys are uh, undermentioned for. You know, these guys are fighting, man. They're fighting their tail off. They fought their tail off um, to get in this situation and uh, to be here and do what we do is different than what they've done. Their resiliency, I am humbled by. Um, I'm not surprised to see that. I think we talk about it a lot in our program, but I think where we're moving now is the fact that, and I don't want moral victories in that. I don't think they do either. We're done with that. You know, um, we got to move the needle. We got we got to play good football. We got to do things that win, and I know they want that. That's the expectation. The expectation of that is to do that. So I think they did a heck of a job, and I think that I, I know that they're about that, and. Uh, but I know that I know what they want, uh, and we gotta we gotta get it to them. It starts with me, starts with our staff, starts with us all together. Uh, getting back in there, going to work. The defense uh, played well, kept in the game for you know the first half when the offense was starting to move on. What do you think of the defense played for for most of the game? They did a good job, man. They did a really good job of, 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 of that first half of, of keeping us rolling, man. Had some good stops, uh, had a couple turnovers, and uh, and, and kept us in, in, in the game. In a lot of ways, we need to get the ball better rolling on offense, and we will. Um, but again, we've seen that from these guys as we've gone on through this, uh, through this first phase here uh, together and seen the defense grow. We put a lot of stock into it. And, and we got a lot of room to go. We got a lot of things to fix too. Um, but they did, a, they did a good job in a lot of, in a lot of things. What are some of the things you want to fix before you head on to Arizona State next week? Well, I think that number one, Dude's doing a heck of a job kicking the ball. And uh, I think that's really, really a, a really good deal uh, for us. We've seen that throughout the camp and, and what we've been in. Offensively, we got to make sure we're not turning the ball over. That's, that's, a, that's a one possession game, and um, we got three turnovers, and it can't happen. You know, We've got to do a good job of taking care of the football. We've got to be better on third down. Uh, we're five of five in the red zone. Um, did some good stuff defensively. You know, I think we did a really good job. Our intent is to stop the run, um, but that's a good football team throwing the ball too, so I think that in the air is going to be something we're going to really hone in on. we got some good teams coming now, so we don't get a lot, it don't get no easier. Uh, we got to work cut out, but. Uh, I'm excited to see these guys get back to work because I think they've got it. I think they've got the right mindset. You threw the ball a lot in the second half. Is that something we're going to see a lot more next game? Yeah, if it works. That's the key. We ran the ball really well, too. This guy next to me is averaging six yards of carry. So 
Um, that was really awesome, really good to see. I thought the old line did a nice job on a lot of occasions there. Uh, we've got a lot of work to do, but I think there's some stuff there that we can grow from. Coach, you know, you got it going since about 2019. How nice was it to get your mojo back? It was more the old line, they did their job, and you know, point of attack, that's all we talk about in the room. Uh, they did a great job, and you know, it was just great to see, you know, getting them pushed in the second half, and just started trusting and started hitting it more. And, you know, I stopped uh, pitter-patting and got decisive with my cuts. And, you know, we had those big plays. Simple as that. What was the key for the offensive line getting that, that push in the second half more than they were in the first half? Well, I mean, communication in game one. I think getting together in game one, too. Um, doing, doing some different things. And it's the first time we've had that kind of communication, um, you know, with, with, with Woods and, and themselves. I think they did a good job of coming in and, and creating some chemistry themselves and, and uh, some adjustments were made. It's good. You mentioned the kicking game, keeping you in the game early. Uh, how, how, how nice is it to know you have that club in your bag and get kicked 49 yard or 51 yard? Yeah, it's, it's a man who's doing a heck of a job. He's a huge piece of, of what we do. Obviously, you guys saw that in, in the uh, announcement scholarships or reason to do that, you know. Um, he's done everything since we've been here to to tell us that he's ready for that. And so um, our trust is in him and you saw tonight. Jacoby, how would you evaluate your guys tonight and, and the different energy you guys brought tonight? Uh, I think guys were, uh, they had great energy coming out. Uh, we just got to learn to finish. And um, guys, we just got to get back to the drawing board. And that's pretty much it. What mistakes do you guys want to clean up for ASU next week? Um, probably just uh, guys running to the ball more, you know, getting the ball out, creating more turnovers. And, you know, that's just the game create turnovers, get the ball to the offense. Did you like the different mentality you guys had tonight compared to last season? Uh, yeah, most definitely. I've seen guys, you know, talking each other into it. You know, it'll, it'll be times when we have to go on the field after, you know, the offense turned the ball over and guys just coming together, saying that we got this, you know. You know, we had a couple stops uh, in the red zone, making them kick the field goal. So I just think that's guys coming together and guys buying into the program. Were you proud to see how focused your team was in OT, your first OT in the first game of the season? Yeah, uh, I was proud to see how guys responded. You know, Eastern Washington was a, they're a good team, and guys responded well. We just got to get back to the drawing board, you know, and come out uh, with a better mindset next game and get after it. Charles, no one would blame you for being discouraged, especially after a tough loss like this. How do you, how do you fight that? Honestly, you just got to... It's, it's really difficult. Like right now, it's really difficult, yes. But, you know, as a man, you got to understand and learn from your mistakes and get better from it. And we're not going to dwell on this too long. You know, we're going to get back at it tomorrow, see what we have to do, and, you know, see what plays we could have hit on and get better. Simple as that. You can't look at this loss and hang on to it all season. We got 11 more games to go. So we got to focus on those 11 games. If money was no object and you and a friend could get away to a beautiful nearby resort for a 24-hour stay that includes a world-class spa treatment, would you do it? Now, what if I tell you $99 is all you need for that same scenario and the resort is the fabulous Casablanca in beautiful Mesquite, Nevada? You'll be rejuvenated inside their spa and salon with a Swedish massage, European facial, or 
pumpkin pedicure of your choice. Oh yeah. Casablanca Resort's $99 room and spa getaway. You can get away from your stress and start to refresh in less than an hour's drive. And when you come, enjoy our delicious dining, nightly entertainment, championship golf courses, and famous weekend brunch buffet. Book your $99 room and spa getaway today at mesquitegaming.com or call 877-GETAWAY. Must be 21 years or older. Casablanca Resort in Mesquite. It's just like Vegas used to be. And welcome back to Coach's Corner on Highway Radio, 96.9, 94.9. And the Las Vegas Raiders have come up with their captains for the team for this year. I think they have seven captains. Uh, we're going to have John Gruden talk a little bit about that. And he also talks about their linebacking uh, situation where they've had to go out and hire, hire some people to come in and play because of uh, injuries to their linebackers and things like that. So here is John Gruden talking about the Raiders, where they are. Uh, they are actually going to be off for the next three days, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, come back Monday to get ready to play for the Baltimore Ravens Monday night. So here is John Gruden, courtesy of the Las Vegas Raiders Network. Where do you feel, how do you feel about where the linebacker room is? And where's like Nicholas and Javin White kind of figure into everything right now? Well, Nick and Javin are hurt. So that's, you know, it's a moot point, really. They're not going to be ready to go for the opener. And when they're ready, I don't know. I'll update you on a weekly basis. But um, getting Denzel Perryman was big. He's a middle linebacker that gives us some playing experience and system intelligence. And, you know, we'll see what happens with Wright. But uh, Kwiatkowski practiced today. It's good to have him back for the first time in three weeks. And we still like Corey Littleton. We've got a couple young guys that need need time. But uh, that's where we are. Joe, with training camp sort of in the books, how do you feel that process just went overall? And how do you feel like about this? I know the, the roster's kind of in flux. But how do you feel about this? Program? You know what? I feel pretty good. You know, we obviously have a long way to go, a lot to prove. A lot of players didn't play much at all in the preseason. But... Um, we practice hard. We practice smart. We've had a lot of reps. So uh, I do like the, the nucleus of our team. we got a lot of guys that like football that are talented and young. And we've got some good veteran leadership. But we have a lot to prove. John, you signed several free agents that are in key spots, many starters. I'm just curious about the leadership that the new guys have brought to your team. Are you impressed with it? What do you like about it? Yeah. Well, Ngakwe was selected as a captain, so that – that always goes over big with me. He got over 45 votes. Players look up to him. They like him. Um, you know, we'll see. Denzel Perryman has already asserted himself in the short time that he's been here. So I think some of our young players are emerging. Darren Waller was selected as a captain. Josh Jacobs was selected as a captain. So the leadership is uh, somewhat from the new guys, but it's also from some of these uh, players that have been here for a few years. Justifiably nine deep. I mean, you could really start naming a bunch of names. 
Um, how comfortable are you with, with that with that group and what the work that you guys have done to get it to this point? Yeah, I'm not going to stand up here and make a bunch of predictions. You know, we we think Ngakwe is a great player. That's why we went out and got him. We think Max is on the rise. We think uh, some of these other guys are are pretty good players. But um, how do they play together? And um, most importantly, we're getting ready for Baltimore. We got to start getting ready for an opponent that's very unique and different. And uh, we do like our defensive line. We've made a number of changes there, and we're anxious to see him play. John, besides Ngakwe, Waller, Jacobs, who else were named team captains? Uh, Richie Incognito, Derek Carr, Alec Ingold, Max Crosby. We got seven captains, one on special teams. We had a triple tie on offense, and I wasn't in the mood to tell Richie Incognito he didn't get selected. <laughs> but it's pretty cool, you know. The players still look up to him so much, and uh, you know, Jacobs and Ingold for them to uh, take this step in their careers. You've already documented what Max and uh, Waller have been through uh, to to make this, you know, transition to success, smashing success. Uh, as a captain in the National Football League is quite a story. And uh, Derek Carr has always has been a front runner, been a, at the front of uh, our leadership uh, committee here. How's Richie doing right now? He's Pretty good. You know, he's, uh, he's getting better. He doesn't say much, but we hope to have him on the practice field uh, at the middle of next week when we get our, our revved up preparation started. Coach, are you getting uh, closer to making a decision on who will be that junior tackle between Quentin and Solomon and Byron? Yeah, yeah, we are. We'll uh, we'll base that on uh, what we see fit here in the next few days, but we won't make any announcements today. John, a lot of quarterbacks are very centric just on the offense, but Derek has taken a captain's role, and even with defender, young defenders taking him under his wing. What does that mean to have your quarterback that invested in your defense? Yeah, it's great. He's, um, he's, he's, he's a guy that helps us recruit free agents. Uh, he has input in a lot of things that we do. I trust him because I know he works at it. And a lot of people have an opinion, but they don't really know what the hell they're talking about because they don't spend the time. Um, he spends a lot of time in an ordinary amount of time preparing, studying, and um, I, I, I appreciate that, and we certainly, we certainly uh, appreciate his advice. You guys had a Turner and Stoner uh, running, kick, uh, returning quite a bit uh, during camp. Uh, obviously, they're on the practice squad. Hunter Renfro's done it as well. Jalen Richard's hurt. Um, is, is there more guys in the mix that you guys have been kind of working on? Or? Yes. Yeah, we have other guys. Kenyon Drake will be in that mix, among others. And um, anxious to see it. Not many guys get to return a ball in this league anymore when you play Baltimore. Their punter, their kicker are tremendous. But uh, we'll have somebody back there ready to go. John, you guys have considerably upgraded your speed on both sides of the ball this year. For you, that means a lot. How big of an advantage does that give you compared to where you were a year ago? Well, we were fast last year. We were faster on defense for sure this year. Uh, we think the addition of Maring, obviously the defensive lineman you're talking about, um, that's a lot of speed that we've added. But Waller is as fast as any tight end in the league. Ruggs is fast. If Edwards can stay fast, uh, stay healthy, he'll showcase his speed. So, yeah, we're fast. Kenyon Drake can run. What do you do with the speed? That's that's the big question. What do you do with it? Good. All right. All right. Have a good one, guys.
Coach's Corner continues. Welcome back to Coach's Corner on the Highway Radio Network. And we have Christian Adderson of the Casablanca Hotel and Resort. And Christian, you've got this great event coming up uh, September 10th through the 12th. The fourth annual Casablanca Rib Fest. So tell us a little bit about it. Absolutely. We we have three of the uh, top barbecue vendors in the country coming to the Casablanca Resort uh September 10th through 12th and you know the, these three vendors they've been they've been going at it for a long time and have finished really well in all the major competitions. They have over 300 awards between the three of them um competing in, in barbecue competitions across the country and you can come out to the Casablanca Resort and get some great ribs and some great barbecue and and try their food. Yeah, so the Rip Fest is free to the public. Uh, food and beverages, you, you will purchase them. But you've got some of the best, as you said, some of the best barbecue people. You have some of the, some of the vendors are Austin, Texas Lightning, Chicago uh, Barbecue Company, and the Texas Outlaw Barbecue. Um, and those three alone have more than 250 first-place awards in their 25 years. Um, and then you've got a special guest. Who's your special guest for this? Yeah, we're we're real excited about this. We we have the the number one competitive eater in the in the <laughs> whole world, uh, Joey Chestnut, coming out uh, to the Casablanca Rib Fest on Saturday, September 11th, and he's going to be here all day. He's going to be doing some great stuff. He's going to be judging some eating competitions that we have uh, during the event. He's going to be uh, doing an autograph session. So if you're a Joey Chestnut fan, you got to come out. You can get to meet him and get an autograph um, right there at the event on September 11th. He may, like, uh, eat all the food of one of these vendors. He may go to one of the vendors' places and just, like, destroy their, their supply. Absolutely. This guy is no joke. He ate 76 <laughs> hot dogs in 10 minutes at the, uh, the Nathan's Famous uh, Hot Dog Eating Contest this July. And he's eaten over nine pounds of pulled pork is his personal record. Oh, um, and uh, it's just, it's just an amazing feat. And uh, we think it's a great tie. And I think I think fans of barbecue are going to enjoy his appearance and, and enjoy his time at the Casablanca Rib Fest. So you're also going to have some fun for uh, for people come up. You'll have some tailgating games, uh, daily eating contests. You'll have the DJ playing. Uh, and then you're going to have some, some friendly competitions. So tell us about the some of the, the, the mesquite competition that you're having. Absolutely. This is, you know, the Casablanca Rib Fest is a, is a great community event. These, these fun contests really uh, dive into that. We're, we're going to have a competition, a watermelon eating contest competition between the three principals in mesquite from the high school, the middle school, and the <laughs> elementary school. And Joey Chestnut's going to be the official judge for this competition. And the winning schools, uh, Mesquite Gaming and the Casablanca Resort, are going to donate $500 towards their school. And then the, one the, the this competition has been going on for all four years of of the event. The Mesquite Police Department's going to take on the Mesquite Fire Department again in a in a five person watermelon eating contest. Joey Chestnut will be our official judge for this competition. And Casablanca and Mesquite Gaming are going to be happy to donate a thousand dollars to the charity of choice, the Wayne Department. Uh, so it's a great way for the community to get involved. Uh, like we said, we have the, the best judge of an eating contest in Joey Chestnut you can have. And it's just going to be a lot of fun for the community to come out. And then you also will have, you'll let the attendees will get to choose which barbecue they love the most and vote for the People's Choice Award. Um, and a team with the most votes by Sunday evening will win how much? 
$2,000 cash. And, you know, this is a, a, another great way to engage the community. You know, our, our, our task with this Casa Blanca Rib Fest for people to come out and eat and enjoy their time. But this adds an extra fold to it. They get to vote for their favorite barbecue vendor. And uh, whoever has the most votes at the end of uh, end of the, uh, the the day on Sunday is going to win an extra $2,000 to them. So it's really important people to come out, try all three vendors, and vote for your favorite. Yeah, so this is the uh, fourth annual 2021 Casablanca Rib Fest, September 10th, 11th, and 12th, up at the Casablanca Hotel in Mesquite. So, um, Christian, want to thank you for uh, letting our listeners know about this. And uh, like I said, I'm going to come up. I'm going to come up and check this out. Absolutely, Coach. you got to vote for your favorite barbecue and uh, join the masses as you come to the Casablanca Resort on that great weekend. Christian, thank you very much for uh, informing us of uh, this great event that you have. Thank you. Remember Old Vegas where the golf courses were right outside your door? The Casablanca in Mesquite is just like Vegas used to be. Now at bookmesquitegolf.com, you can build your own room and golf getaway starting at $100. Mesquite golf packages draw golfers from all over the country to play on scenic and challenging courses. Stay in a deluxe tower room and choose from six golf courses, all within a six-minute drive from the Casablanca Resort and Spa. Build your own golf getaway at bookmesquitegolf.com. Choose from six unique and challenging courses for every golfer. Find the course to match your skill level. The Palms, Falcon Ridge, Conestoga, Oasis Palmer, Oasis Canyons, or Casablanca Golf Club. So pack your clubs and reserve a tee time. Go to bookmesquigolf.com and customize your perfect golf getaway at the Casablanca Resort and Spa. Stay at the Casablanca Resort and Spa. It's just like Vegas used to be. And welcome back to Coach's Corner on the Highway Radio Network. The Las Vegas Aces playing Chicago last night. The Sky. And the Sky have a young lady. Um, actually, they had a couple of really good players. Uh, their guard is uh, a young lady named Vandersloot. She's an all-star. Really, really good. But then they've acquired... Candace Parker, who was what's with Sparks and won a couple uh, WNBA titles. Candace decided to go off for 30 last night and 14 rebounds against the Aces. Now, the Aces were playing shorthanded with uh, Liz Cambage in COVID protocol and Derek Hamby with a bad ankle, and Bill Lambert will talk about that. Uh, in the post-game comments, they're not going to play her until she's really ready to play. Because, um, and I know this for a fact, you know, kids, kid, a kid will say, "I'm ready to play, coach, go and play." The ankle will blow up again, and then you're out for a couple more games. So, he wants to save her. Um, but they were up at one point, 19 on the sky. They played really well in the first half. Um, for the game, Asia Wilson had 21 points, 10 boards. Um, Chelsea Gray had 13 points. Williams had 21. And Kelsey Plum, 21 points. So they had really good scoring. But the 19 points got erased down to one going into the fourth quarter. And then the Aces were able to hold on um, and win 90-83. So it solidifies their position. So what they want to do is they want if you finish in the top two, 
Um, right now, Connecticut Sun look, looks like they're going to finish in the top top spot. The Aces are hoping to get that second spot. You get a double bye in the playoffs, and that's what the Aces want. So they've got to play Chicago two more times, and we will see what happens. But here is Bill Lambeer, post-game comments, and this is courtesy of the Aces. Especially about two, those two key players respond the way your team did with a 12 point run in the final couple minutes. How valuable do you think that could be as you get into the postseason, maybe it's something to draw on? I didn't understand your question. I'm sorry, say the guess again. To respond to that adversity without, you know, if you give away a 19 point lead, you yeah, respond right. to a 12 point run at the right. end. Yeah, I, I think, you know, we're, 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 we're solid players and we have a lot of really talented players. We have a lot of good players. Uh, they're smart. They understand the game of basketball. Uh, and we make plays down the stretch, offensively and defensively. Uh, we can do that. Uh, I'd like to see it for the entire game for 40 minutes, like we did for 20 minutes in the first half. Uh, we'll get there. I mean, it's a matter of, you know, understanding what's coming at us, adding some more pieces back to the puzzle. Um, but, like I said, we could have easily lost this game because of errors that we made that we're going to have to clean up going forward. Do you have a sense when you get those two players back? Um, I, I really don't. Um, Hamby is a pretty defined sprained ankle. Um, you know, she, obviously every player wants to get back on the floor right away. It's up to her. So it's, it's basically about pain management. But at the same time, as franchise, you want to make sure you protect the player, especially with feet or knees, because that's their, their livelihood. And we don't want someone coming in and out, in for a game, out for a game. We'd rather see her get as healthy as possible. She's never going to be as healthy, you know, complete healthy for the rest of the season. It's uh, not going to happen. It's just that, you know, can she play through things? And I think I probably expect her back before I do this. Coach, they kind of came out with eight quick points in the third, and then they closed it uh, to down to four point lead. Can you hear me? Yes, I got you. Okay. You're gonna, they, they ended up coming back, closing out the lead in right. the third quarter. What do you tell your team at the end of the third? It felt like playoff basketball, and there was something very physical. We had a lot of conversations in there with the refs. Well, I told them we were very sloppy in the third quarter. We turned the ball over and they got runouts. I mean, they probably got 11, 12 points on our turnovers just in the third quarter alone. Uh, that can't happen. And they were bad turnovers. They were just, they were walking through everything. And I, I think it's just that we were tired. We were tired mentally and physically. Uh, why coming out of the locker room? That's to be talked about, you know, in the next couple of days. But, you know, they learned that you can't do that in this time of year. And, Hopefully they, they they realize that and have a better result next time out of the locker room. Hey coach, can you talk about the midseason addition of Kia Stokes? And it seems like every time we call her, she delivers to another role. Well, I drafted Kia Stokes in New York. She played for me for four or five years, five years, I guess. There, um, she's a professional basketball player. Um, we'd like to see her score more. We'd like to see her be more offensive minded, but she's not that way anymore. Uh, but she's an outstanding defender. Uh, she understands the, the scheme and the plays, both offensively and defensively, so you can trust her out there. Uh, and she's, you know, she'll get offensive rebounds, which are more possession. So overall, she fits right into who we are, what we do. Um, she played, though know, she's extremely tired tonight, but that's the most minutes she's played and harder she's played the entire season. But uh, we knew what we were getting when we picked her up and it was showing itself. And then I think six turnovers in the third quarter. 
not many, if any at all, in that part because that ultimately what brought you guys back into the game. Yeah, well, we, we, we lectured them about turnovers, and, and they took care of the ball in the fourth quarter and got good shots. And that's all you can ask. If the shots go in, the shots go in, the shots don't. But you have to make sure you get a good shot every time down the floor. They got back in the game by our turnovers, doing their fast break. And we took care of that in the fourth quarter. Thank you. Trinia? Hey, Coach. Good game. Um, what are you doing to prepare your team for the playoffs as you see that they let up um, from playing the way that you want them to play um, in the first half? Well, we're, we're experiencing it right now. We're playing very quality basketball teams. We play Chicago three times. We play Minnesota once, and we play Dallas and Phoenix are all in the playoffs right now. So there's no easy games coming. We know that. Uh, we know we're shorthanded, so we really have to focus and concentrate. If we do that, we'll be okay. We'll get our fair chance to win games. If we don't concentrate, we don't, you know, focus on our assignments, then we're going to lose some basketball games we could have won. It's, it's as simple as that. It's just a matter of going out there and executing, taking care of business, and Playing as hard as you can. Thanks a lot, Coach. We'll be back with Asia Wilson and Laquana Williams. Now let's get back to Coach's Corner. Here again, your host. And welcome to Coach's Corner on the Highway Radio Network. And we have Christian Adderson of the Casablanca Hotel and Resort in Mesquite, Nevada. And he's here to tell us about the 2021 Super Run Car Show, uh, which will be September 17th, 18th, and 19th. Uh, and this is a partnership with Las Vegas Cruising Association. So, Christian, thanks for coming on the show. And tell everybody about how big an event this is. This is a huge event for you guys. Absolutely. Uh, the Mesquite Super Run is, is a great car show event. And we're going to have over 600 cars uh, displayed over a three-day uh, weekend here in Mesquite over September 17th through 19th. So if you're a car fan, you're going to see everything up here, vintage cars, new cars, customs, rat rods. I mean, really, if you're a car fan, you're going to see every type of car uh, up here at the Casablanca Resort over that weekend. And then you've got uh, a lot of money to be awarded, correct? Absolutely. Uh, 15000 in cash and, and drawing prizes. Uh, for car show participants, and over 260 total awards will be given out. Uh, we have a lot of great cars, and we're going to recognize those great cars that come out and participate in the Mesquite Super Run Car Show. And a lot of those awards are based on the voting of attendees, correct? Absolutely. It, it, one of the many great things about the Super Run event is, one, it's free to the public to attend, and also the public can vote for their favorite car, and that goes to the results uh, of the contest. So, when you come out to the Casablanca Resort uh, for Super Run, make sure you grab your ballot when you're while you're walking around and looking at these great cars and vote for your favorite car. Yeah, and some of, some of the events include open header cruises, slow drag competition, roaring engines, bring your earplugs, people, um, burnout competition. Um, so for more information, you can go visit superrun.com. Now, this event, is this? do you also have this spread out throughout the city of Mesquite? We do, yeah. The, the the event takes place at the, the Casablanca Resort, and then right across the street uh, at the old Oasis property, we utilize that parking lot, and then you'll see cars at our sister property, the Virgin River Hotel and Casino. And then during that open-header cruise, these cars uh, really open it up, and they uh, <laughs> they cruise through town, and, and uh, not a bad spot to, to look at these great cars when that's going around. 
And, and I think that's the beauty of this event is you not only get to look at these great cars, but you get to see what's under the hood and see them in action with the open header crews, the slow drag, roaring engines, and that burnout competition. So, like I said, car fan, you got to get up here for Super Run September 17th through the 19th. Yeah, and it's open to the public and it's free. Uh, but if you want rooms, where do they go to get rooms? Absolutely. Go to CasablancaResort.com or VirginRiver.com and uh, book book your hotel as soon as you can. Uh, we will sell out that weekend with over 600 cars and all the great car fans coming up to Mesquite for that weekend. We're definitely going to be sold out that weekend. Yeah, so it's a great event um, that you guys put on. And as you said, over 600 vehicles. Um, and as you said, every possible combination of cars from a uh, you know, a classic car to rat rods, um, you know, and then the, you know, when they have these burnouts and things, I mean, you got flames coming out of the exhaust. Uh, it, it's a great event, a great event for anybody that's a car buff. Uh, and if you're not a car buff, maybe we can turn you into a car buff by coming up and checking it out. Absolutely. There's nothing better than bringing the whole family up here. It's free to the public. Wander around and see just some beautiful cars and, yeah, once you get that that uh, classic car itch, it's it's hard to get uh, to scratch it. But walking around and getting to see all these cars in action is a great way to uh, enjoy a great weekend up here at the Casablanca Resort. Right, and you and you've got the Casablanca Resort in itself with its uh, unbelievable pool and spa. Uh, you've got the hotel with the uh, uh, the restaurants, and it's a one stop shop basically if you if you come up there to the Casablanca Hotel up in Mesquite. So. Christian, I want to thank you very much for talking about the 2021 Super Run, which will go from September 17th, 18th, and 19th at the Casablanca and Virgin River Hotel and Casino. So, Christian, thank you for coming on the show and informing our listeners of this event. Thanks, Coach. All right. Welcome to Coach's Corner, and we've got a great guest here. Julia Abuzide, the general manager of Mesquite Gaming Casablanca Hotel and Resort. So welcome to the show. Thanks, Coach. Thanks for having me. Now, we've got some great news about the Casablanca. You've, you've, you've kind of just swept a bunch of awards here um, in the Review Journal's annual Best Of, correct? That is correct. The Casablanca Resort received the gold award as top destination uh, for uh, for our hotel and our property. That's awesome. Very thrilled about that's, that. That's the best you can get. That's the best you can get. So It's an amazing recognition for, for our property. Well, and, espe- and, and especially who you have to compete against because you're competing against the big boys down here in Las Vegas. That is correct. So that that is totally awesome. Awesome and unbelievable. Yep. So um, now... One of the things, and some of the if people don't know, you offer everything at the Casablanca. You've got gaming, you've got a world class spa, you've got unbelievable dining at Catherine's. Uh, that that in is, in of itself has received a bunch of awards, correct? So Catherine's Steakhouse yes. won the silver award. That is correct. We took a silver award in fine dining. Yes, and that's awesome. And also. Casablanca is one of the top 100 romantic restaurants in the country, uh, correct? Four years in a row on open table. We're very thrilled about that prestigious honor. Yeah, that's that's great. And if you haven't been to the, the restaurant, it's unbelievable. Service is great. Food is unbelievable. And right now we're finishing up stone crab season. we got about another couple, three weeks maybe, of stone crab. And they have their stone crab flown in fresh daily, and it's unbelievable. Um 
and and along with the other, you have great wine selections. But the thing that's really amazing to me, very, very economical for anybody that wants to come and, and have a great meal at a very good price compared to what's happening down here in Las Vegas. Absolutely. Catherine's is a very affordable, fine dining restaurant, uh, great steaks. Uh, we have great seafood and we're just thrilled that we we have that recognition on the silver award for the fine dining and and we took bronze also for best date night spot at Catherine's. <laughs> so super excited about all the awards that that Pete Gaming and Casablanca took from the Best of Las Vegas. And it's definitely an experience you have to you have to go and and visit it. It's a great experience. The service is outstanding. Food is great. Um, your wines your wines are compared to what's the price of a bottle of wine in Vegas would be 50% maybe. Oh, absolutely. You could get two bottles for the price of one out here in Mesquite. (laughs) Right. Right. So, um, so again, if you get a chance and you're up and up in the Mesquite area, stop over, go to, you got to get a reservation though, because they, they're packed. They, they sell out quick. We do. We do. Yeah. Now you've also got some additional awards. You got some bronze awards. For the Casablanca Resort and Casino, right? Absolutely. The Casablanca took bronze in a few different categories. We took best of golf course at the Casablanca Golf Course, uh, best family and friendly hotel. You know, pool season is here. So, and the pool is heated and open seven days a week now. Uh, Great staycation. We're only 70 miles outside of Vegas. So, you know, head north on the 15 and and you've come to a great little spot for a little R&R. Right, and you've got you've also have the best family friendly hotel, best romantic spot, best spa and salon, and your spa is basically it's a world class spa. Let's be let's be real about it. It's a world class spa. Yeah, you can't go wrong with a nice uh, ninety nine dollar package out there with a hotel room and a and a fifty minute treatment out at the spa. It's, it's top rated spa and very affordable. We're very happy to have uh, that amenity out here in Mesquite. And your sister property, the Virgin River. Got the best destination casino resort award in a bronze area too. Yeah, the Virgin River is a little bit more kid friendly out there. We've got a bowling alley, we've yeah. got an arcade, a uh, bunch of things for kids to do, and and they're also pet friendly out there. So, you know, Virgin River is definitely uh definitely another uh, exciting uh, award out there for us. Yeah. So just just to recap again, you received the gold award in the review journals annual best of for the top destination casino resort which again when you're you're playing against the big boys how did you do this what what did you do (laughs) (laughs) well we're thrilled you know our little gem in the desert out here it was recognized for such a prestigious award and and you know our staff we've got 25 year plus employees out here so they do take pride in this award as well and we're very fortunate to have those people working for us but it's it's definitely uh such an achievement and amazing status for us uh, especially over, you know, getting through this difficult year. But we did it here in Mesquite, and we received our gold award. Very happy. Yeah, it's, that's a that's an outstanding award, and I, I, I want to compliment you and your staff and, you know, all your support people there. And um, and, like, and like I said, people people are missing what is there. I mean, you got to go up and check it out. It's an unbelievable place. It's not It's not overwhelming, but it's not tiny. So it's right. kind of a, 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 a the right size. Everybody's is friendly. Um, the the rooms are great. 
The food is awesome. Even even your daily restaurant. It, yeah, our, our cafe. Our cafe is great. We have daily specials. We have uh, Chinese specials. We have uh, authentic Chinese chefs cooking in the kitchen seven days a week. Uh, really happy about that. We have a, a steak and, and lobster special in our cafe, which is an, an amazing, uh, amazing meal as well. Right. So if you're interested, you can get, call 877-GETAWAY. That'll be 877-438-2929 or visit mesquitegaming.com for all the information about the hotel, the spa, the golf course. Like I said, it's a one-stop destination for, for whatever you need. It's Whatever you need, it's there. They've got it. They've got it covered. Yes, we do, and we're very happy about that. So come on down to Mesquite and uh, check out the Casablanca Resort. Well, we want to thank you uh, for coming on the show and letting our listeners know about the, the awards that you've won in the great hotel. been talking with Julia Abuzide the general manager of the Casablanca Hotel and Casino in Mesquite, Nevada. Thanks, Coach.